love, I love the, I love the bricks, the brick-like backgrounds. Yeah. I know we have really similar walls at home. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we could pop a wide in of our little two-meter setup. Yeah. <laughs> Just take a little BTS shot afterwards. Um, yeah. But yeah, well, great. We are here for episode eight. Episode eight. It's the fateful the, episode eight. The final. The final the episode. Final episode. <laughs> <laughs> to complete the series of the Startup Podcast. I did yeah, say last week that we really needed to get like either the worst guests we could find or the best guests that we could find yeah. on for episode eight. And you went for the worst. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, obviously we're scraping the barrel with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and That's brilliant. Yeah, and to join us today, we have got the amazing Ollie Purchase and Zach Lower. Would you like to give a brief little introduction to yourselves? Whoa, whoa, whoa wait, no, we've got to put a time limit on this. Because I think it worked. So if you do 30 seconds each, introduce yourself in 30 seconds. So start okay. with... What about, what, about, what about 15 seconds? 10? Oh. 5 seconds? I d- no, 30 Five seconds. Second 30 seconds is good. Uh, Can... as, as Joel said, I'm Ollie Purchase. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give Ollie 40 seconds and give me 10 seconds. Okay. He's a better talker. Great. <laughs> okay. 3, 2, 1, go. Hello. My name <laughs> is Ollie purchase um i'm here in front of this brick wall that you've already commented on which is very similar to the brick wall that zach is actually in front of um we run a video production company called even which is fun and i'm looking forward to talking to you boys this afternoon did i mention my name is ollie Yes. Okay, well, you did a much better job than um, than everyone else has done. So that was good. Okay, I'm, I'm worried if that was a good job. Okay, Zach, ten seconds. Three, okay. two, one, go. Uh, so I'm Zach Lower. I'm the other half of Even. Um, in the office today with Ollie. So we have started coming back to work and kind of obviously working socially distanced. And then you wanted stop. to clarify that before anyone calls us out. <laughs> that was just about ten seconds. So that's good. Perfect. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nailed it. That's amazing. <laughs> so we've got to know you a little bit, obviously just a, just a little snippet, but um, we, we've come up with like a series of icebreaker games just to like break the ice, get to know you a little bit more. Um, and so we're slowly going through them and we've come up with one which I think is really funny. Um, Joel isn't so keen, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> basically... That nervous laugh, Joel, that uh, nervous laugh. Yeah. We'll see, basically, we'll see how it goes. Um, we all know the internet is an amazing place and there are some really, really funny product reviews out there. So I have trawled the depth of the internet to find the funniest product reviews and you've got to guess what the review is, what the product that the review is for. Okay, 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 okay. okay. I'm in, I'm That's in, cool. that sounds great. So I guess, are we going to score this? Do you think we should score this? Like, oh, why don't you score it out of five? Is like it head you would to, a review? Is it head to head? Okay, well, there's only four. So, okay. yeah, yeah. Who, head, who to head, head to head, head to head. Between Zach and Ollie, whoever gets the okay, most perfect. wins, like, I don't know one of the products um and is it like finger on the buzzer when we think we know or do we take turns yeah let's make a buzzer noise so zach what's your buzzer noise that okay and ollie okay great awesome well (laughs) that takes time though i'm gonna lose our valuable time i have to breathe in okay (laughs) here we go question one okay breathe in get ready i'd really like to buy a pack of these but i'd probably need my father's or husband's permission first is it a Bic pens for her, or B, a stuffed blob sh- blobfish plush toy. Oh what God. even is the second one? <laughs> I didn't hear a buzzer. I think. <laughs> okay. um, I reckon the pens. The other one sounds too far fetched. 
Do we get an answer from both of them before I reveal it? Or yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Ollie, I think thinking? just to be different, the other one, but I can't remember what okay, it's called. Well, but it felt so far fetched, like Zach said, that it feels as if it's made up. But I could be wrong. Well, it is actually Bic pens for her. Bic make a line of pens for women. Wowzers. <laughs> nice. Here we go. Number two. Can, Fingers on. Can you quickly clarify what is different about? the women's pen i don't know i think mm. they're just slightly yeah. different colors i think that's all it is which is just <laughs> so so yeah. outrageous in 2020 <laughs> okay here we go number two fingers on buzzers i was tired of getting hit on by beautiful women every time i went out in public and then i bought this problem solved is it a a frog <laughs> eye mask or b a luke skywalker ceremonial jacket oh could easily be either I think it's got to be the Luke Skywalker ceremonial jacket. Okay. Zach, what's your answer? I did think it was the, um, the eye mask. Oh, okay. So well, it, is, it was the Luke Skywalker ceremonial jacket. Nice. Okay. Is that one 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 Here we go. Also, that poor guy or poor Yeah, I know. Woman, I know. He's so, he's so tough. tough with himself, though. It's like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was, I was attractive and now I'm not. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay, here we go. Number three. Just be a Star Wars fan. Fingers on buzzers. Easy to fit. Slightly bigger than expected, but I got used to it. Is it A, a phone case, or B, an inflatable elephant? Uh. Go, give the description one more time of what they said. Easy to fit. Slightly bigger than expected, but I got used to it. I would love right. it to be an elephant. <laughs> yeah, I reckon it's be it, the phone case. It is indeed the phone case. It's a phone how, case yeah. nice. from. How would it be the elephant? I don't know. Because it's it's easy just to fit. Big, big, bigger, than, bigger than they thought. Easy to fit on them. Yeah, an inflatable elephant. Than they wear. An inflatable <laughs> elephant. There are actually inflatable yeah. elephants. Okay, here we go. Number four. Final question. What are we on at the moment? Have you, you both got that one right, didn't you? Um, yeah, we both agreed on that one, really. Yeah, I think I said I'd love it to be the elephant, but I never clarified the phone case, so we'll give it to you on Zach. Okay, <laughs> okay, here we go. Who wouldn't want this? I bought one for all my loved ones for Christmas. They were at a loss for words. So much so, in fact, I haven't heard from any of them since Christmas. Totally <laughs> worth the money. Is it A, a Nicolas Cage pillowcase, or B, Bright City's new album change? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that would be so savage if it was Bright City. <laughs> Um, I reckon beep the uh, the pillowcase. I think it would be the pillowcase only because of the timing of the release of the album. Oh, would it, that would it be was a Christmas so present. Would it? Of course, it's the pillowcase. <laughs> maybe, maybe next Christmas. Maybe next Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I wish yeah, I had yeah. more. I find them really funny. These are genuinely reviews mm -hmm. on the internet. Um, and uh, the who won that one? No, you both got the same answer for that one. Oh no, Zach yeah, won. Yeah, we both got that answer. Zach was 3-1 though. Oh, I did win though. Zach yeah. won. Yeah, I got 3 So Zach, you've won yeah. yourself uh, yeah, three, three a one, Nicolas three Cage pillowcase. And we will send <laughs> you a Nicolas Cage pillowcase. Nice. <laughs> also, I was talking about this last night. Do you know when you go on a product and you can tell the reviews are blatantly kind of made up yeah. by someone that sits there writing out yeah. your reviews? Yeah. Flipping love those. But what is <laughs> it about them that's just so obvious? Yeah. It's you know, they're kind of like, this is the best product I And mean, then you scroll all the way yeah. to the bottom and just in the tiniest text, it's like, oh, by the way, I was sent a free one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Well, we've learnt a bit okay. about your about your mindsets from that. So <laughs> that was the aim of the game. <laughs> as as much as I was, I, did. I was skeptical about that before before recording, but I actually I actually really enjoyed that. You're skeptical about every idea I have for the podcast. So it's yeah, fine. I think it's a great idea. I think you could um you could build on that definitely. There's yeah. some fun innuendos in those reviews. Maybe we'll have volume <laughs> two that'll be a little bit less PG. <laughs> it was incredibly so, difficult to find PG ones. I will be honest. <laughs> well, should we have a should we have a little chat? Let's have a little chat. Let's go. Ready. 
let's let's start off with um even as you've as you've mentioned earlier you obviously both you both run the the production company together like what sort of stuff do you do and like what's kind of like the main focus or at least like what you want to be doing at least do you want to take it or do you mean to take it no you've got the <laughs> elevator pitch lined up um the elevator pitch um yeah i think like with i guess with all these things it's just our main thing would be um like short form branded content mm. so it'd be kind of like we would try and do nothing over a minute because <laughs> it's trying to keep things interesting it would always be like a company would come to us or a brand would come to us with a new product a new campaign they're running and then our kind of most enjoyable part would probably be taking it from as early back in that creative process as mm. possible so our funnest thing is when they come to us and they say like we've got this thing help us from the very beginning and then the other end of that would be like we've got this exact pinpointed time-coded idea can you help us deliver it yeah have you have you had any any like jobs in obviously it's been lockdown and stuff but you have, have you had any like exciting bits and pieces over the last like year or so that you has like really stood out to you or um i think there's been been loads of loads of bits anything that you wanted to i think we did a, a new york job just before oh yeah lockdown yeah happened. I, I saw Literally that. a couple of days before lockdown yeah oh wow this is really fun which was with um a company called mont blanc okay that are just kind of like high-end nice. pens and watches and stuff that yeah are very do they make a line like of, a, a of pens for women product brand yeah <laughs> not the big yeah. for women yeah 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 <laughs> read the, reviews. the reviews are great um which is really fun i think sometimes we quite enjoy um the kind of quick turnaround of things i think if we sit on something for too long mm. It sometimes gets a little, as with anything in life, some people quite like digging in. I couldn't imagine what it's like to do a movie when you're on it for kind of yeah, four or sure. five years. But I think there's definitely a thing that we quite like, the high turnaround, the quick in and out, the kind of we'd meet someone, we'd decide on what direction we're going to go with it. And then within a few weeks, we're filming it. And then within a few weeks after that, mm. we've edited it and it's live. I think that's definitely a sweet spot that we like kind of living within. Mm. So you brand yourselves as the, as the small screen specialists as mm. part of EVEN. Um, where did that idea come from? Because it's it's so catchy, you know. <laughs> um, man over here, Zach. Oh, that was your the ideas, man. Catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know um, fully where it came from, but it was just I don't know a bit of a a, a, a a eureka moment. We were like, oh, this is literally what we do, and it communicates that mm. we create stuff. Like I feel like a lot of companies when they do like kind of campaigns, they do a they do like an ad for TV and then it's like an afterthought of how they'll squeeze it onto a phone on Instagram. So we kind of approach it the reverse and we shoot everything that it can be, you know, keep up with all the kind of high production and high resolution mm -hmm. um, adverts you see, but it kind of starts on a smaller platform and then can like kind of expand upwards. So we focus more on formats for, yeah, Instagram, um, stories, Facebook, yeah. Twitter, <laughs> and then also like YouTube as well. So it kind of has all kinds of shapes and fits within any kind of small screen from a tablet to a laptop to a desktop to a TV. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great that you've kind of taken that on because even, even just that little like name there of like the small screen specialist will appeal to so many companies and stuff. Like sure, surely, surely when people see that, they're like, oh, like these are the guys that I want for this little whatever, 30 seconds to a minute piece. Yeah, I think 100%. it's always trying to capture yourself and explain what you do i don't yeah. think we're 
always maybe not the best or even kind of very good at self-promotion <laughs> i think sometimes we like like the idea of letting the work do the talking yeah so we kind of people always the amount of times that even two or three years deep people that are quite close to us are like oh tell me what you do <laughs> or like <laughs> what do you guys do so it's always that constant idea of like trying to find something to sum up what we do and also it's like an ever-evolving ever-changing market like i think even when we started the, the word tiktok didn't even leave anyone's mouth and now we're in a <laughs> Like yeah. it feels like only in the last six months it's just like yeah. blown up where the content has become yeah. like more user generated, like always shot on iPhone. The quality of it doesn't have to be incredible. It's more about the content it's definitely, that's being captured. It's definitely where most businesses are pushing at least now, I yeah. guess. So that that obviously works out so well for you in order for, for businesses to be like, oh, you know, we really want to, we're great with all these big adverts for like, you know, cinemas and stuff like that. But like we really want to push into the, to the smaller the, the market on the on the phone just scrolling through That's and even it, yeah. even instagram just recently you know bringing out all of these adverts and stories and adverts and stuff like that i mean it probably wasn't that recent but it feels recent and you know and snapchat and all these apps yeah, relatively yeah that that you you can imagine sort of how you advertise things and how you put you know smaller content out um differently and you know i don't think i've ever like before last year i don't think i was ever making videos that were nine by 16 instead of 16 by nine <laughs> but mm. now it seems yeah, like yeah, sure. every other video that you're making is oh, it was like so taboo i remember filmmakers would kind of always make fun of people yeah filming stuff yeah. this way and now i'll literally take out my camera and shoot a whole day in portrait yeah, <laughs> yeah if, if we know it's needed for portrait so it is um it's changed a lot yeah and we used to mock it for sure yeah <laughs> yeah for sure how how do you obviously working with like in, in, within a company and traveling all over the place how do you find like the balance bef uh, between like like home life and family life to like to like work so like you say you you're out in like new york and all of these places like how do you how do you like manage to balance balance that thing are there projects that you kind of take other people like from the from the family on or is it just like a case of you're just all over the place and have to yeah i I would think it's definitely something that I'll always um, be thinking of and always be aware of. And I feel like potentially because we're, I think we travel quite a lot, but I wouldn't say we're kind of traveling as much as like if you were talking to us and we were in a band mm. and we were away for like months at a time. Yeah. I think that we definitely, before we like lockdown started, we were traveling quite a lot, but it would kind of be a one day trip, a two day trip, a four day trip. Um, and we're probably only away for like, seven or eight days in like three or four months but it feels like more because you're shouting about it and we're probably putting up the content a week after it's we've come back so it feels as if we're still away so hmm. in answer to your question i think that there's definitely a cap if it started to feel like too much we would definitely have a conversation and start to see if there was different people we could maybe send our projects or projects that we just say we can't do yeah i know that lots of people potentially in bands would have had a limit so yeah, they would say sure. like, oh, actually, we'll make sure that in every two month cycle, we'd only be away for 10 days yeah. or things like that. But I think that's, I don't think we're at that kind of level yet where that had become an issue that we started to talk about. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I obviously, as, as I was growing up, I kind of followed both of you in, in different aspects where, whether that was like Zach with your like Instagram stuff. I remember like sitting and like waiting to see your daily I thought you meant following and... like physically then. So I got yeah. a bit confused. <laughs> Just fo following around Seeker. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so like there's that. And then obviously with, with Ollie 
you'll uh, obviously were in a a little duo called Tom and Ollie, which my my dad was actually a part of one of the tracks. So I got to come and yeah, see. Yeah, he came in. Shout out to Graham Dudes and Trumpet. Yeah, that was GT. one of my favorite favorite moments ever. It's so funny because <laughs> I remember I was at Greenbelt Festival like years ago, and you guys were playing there. And I managed to dig out because I'm back at my parents' house at the moment. I managed to dig out because I bought your CD. Okay, and so I still nice. got it. So there's a lovely photo of you in there, like that. Just there um, I am looking, looking moody. Looking moody. <laughs> a nice little <laughs> overexposed, you know, beautiful. Yeah. Um, I never actually listened to this. So if you want it back, you can have it back. Uh, okay, perfect. Um, yeah, yeah. Hope you, got, hope you got it for free as well. <laughs> no, I think I, I, think I paid you. full price for that. So oh, wow. A whole Blue 10 quid or whatever it was. But yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously, like I know, I know that sort of side of things. But was what what sort of stuff did you did you get into before, or you decided to make the jump to even? Um, like, obviously, I've I've mentioned about like the the music stuff and the Instagram stuff. But was there anything that kind of bridged the gap between those things, or was that kind of what was going on? Um, great question. I think with all these things, they're kind of slightly organic and i think sometimes you join up the dots when you look backwards mm. so i did um tom and ollie as you said holding mm. up that cd that at least bought us a packet of crisps now and, <laughs> and um then after that i uh, talking about family stuff i got married and mm. then doing music is you, there was nothing you spent a lot of time away from home or a lot of time not making much money and trying to make it work so we kind of had conversations about that what that would look like and then i we finished doing music and then I worked for a festival called The Big Church Day Out, which I know you guys mm. know a lot about. And then when that was kind of, I'd been there four or five years and kind of looked after the creative side of it. I think that as, as it evolved, as the technology evolved and there were guys with DSLRs and the whole kind of thing had gone from a two minute promo to like how do we capture as much content and working with all the creative teams. Yeah. And then as that was kind of, I've been, like I said, four or five years and started to work out what do I want to do next. And then Zach, I don't know if you know, it's my brother-in-law. Mm. Yeah. So married to his sister. Um, and then he was, you could explain what you're up to, but I just then kind of, we had a few conversations and tried to work out if there's any kind of synergy between what he was doing and what I was doing. And if there was any kind of like partnership we could form to bring each other's kind of skill sets to the table. And with all of those things, there's always kind of teething problems like working out what you're bringing and does it really work and is there there's always like push and shove in terms of like what others are sacrificing to make that happen mm. so that was something that we kind of worked through and talked through but um did you want to talk about picking up yeah. camera and doing your thing yeah so like ollie said um we're brother-in-laws so we've been on um, well, been together a lot. And I remember I'd be like, when we went to Italy on a family holiday, maybe in 2015, 16, I was quite new to this little project I'd set myself um, where I was making a video a day on Instagram back when they were 15 seconds. So I was making kind of little 15 second videos. Mm. Um, and yeah, Ollie was kind of always there and always, uh, I don't know, even if it was just driving us to locations so I could shoot at new places yeah, that I yeah. wanted to mm. visit while we were in Italy and stuff like that, or mm. we all wanted to visit as a family. Um, I think we were just always like around each other and doing quite um, complementative um, projects that then, yeah, just kind of narrowed together over time. And then we became even um, as a result of that. Yeah. Which so, is cool. So how, how how long have you been together as, as even? 
um, since 2017. Okay, cool. So I think we kind of, there was like a bit of time when I was still... I went there was down like, like a both freelancing kind of yeah. thing. We were freelancing together, but it wasn't a company. Oh, okay, right. cool. Um, and then, yeah, three years, yeah. solid company. So so when, when that all started off, um, was, there, was there like a, obviously... You, you both would have had like contacts and stuff from before, but was there like a specific kind of strategy that you were using to kind of get new clients for like this new like up and coming business or were you kind of like kind of feeding off of stuff that you'd done before or what was the process with that? I wish we were smart enough to have strategy, especially at that point. I think it was um, just like opportunities would come at the right time. And I think we put in the hard work to get those opportunities, but we also don't really know where they came from, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, um, now, like, moving forward, we're figuring out um, effective ways to kind of get new work, but mm. then it was a lot of the case of just taking on whatever projects came our way, including the the dull ones that no one likes to shout about. Yeah. <laughs> There's lots of, lots of projects that uh, production companies, especially young production companies, have to do kind of, yeah, uh, behind closed doors <laughs> they don't really they don't really put in the show reel but also uh, you learn a lot from yeah yeah great have you have you sort of because obviously as you said like so much of your life in the past however many years has been sort of pushing to get more work pushing to you know to to grow in a sense in in like your ability and stuff like that have you sort of picked up any like tips i know it's, su it's such a cringy question but like have you got any tips for like people who, who want to get more work and, and want to get started and want to um you know almost end up doing what you're doing obviously not exactly because competition um but like <laughs> oh no there's plenty of space for everyone <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah do you have any sort of like quick like this is what i did that worked um, i think it's such an interesting balance and something that we're still learning because there's a balance between doing lots of work and kind of getting jobs in but then making sure you're constantly cultivating your own personal creativity mm -hmm. and I think that's something that me and Zach even to today are still learning in terms of like oh we want I'm I'm really bad at always like, oh a job's coming and I'll always be I'll always want to kind of take it mm -hmm. as like a pure survival mechanism <laughs> but then if you just do that then you're not really progressing what you can potentially put out in terms of the con mm -hmm. so if you were just to do the same thing over and over again then you're going to get to a point where you ha a have you've potentially made money but then you've got to a point where you creatively have potentially burnt out right yeah and also creatively potentially like haven't developed yourself that then someone else comes along with a slightly new style or a slightly new idea and then you've burnt your bridges because you've been so focused on doing a specific thing mm -hmm. so i think like in answer to your question i think hard you can never hard work always wins at the end of the day I think you have to then be willing to dig in, take on projects, learn learn new things. And also another thing that we found is just like be be fun and be enjoyable to work with. I think that we'll always try and make sure that a project that we work on is like fun. We'll mm. always try and go above and beyond where necessary to make the client feel as if they've enjoyed the experience so that next time they're like, because there's nothing, if the product, if the, product's good but you were an absolute idiot and you made their life yeah. a nightmare At the end of the day they're going to come back and be like i love that but i really can't be bothered yeah, to work yeah, with you yeah. again so it's striking that balance of like being fun to work with but delivering a good product at a fair price and not underselling yourself as well yeah. so i think there's so many i think they're mm. all kind of like cliche things that you probably find in the 101 book i guess part of that but also think, comes from like not getting stressed over the little things 
no, I'm the, I'm the worst at like whenever I'm on a shoot, I'm like, oh, we've got to get this done, we've got to get this done or whatever. But I guess mm. just relaxing a bit more it puts, you know, as you say, like puts the client at ease a little bit and and then makes you a little bit more enjoyable to work with. But I don't know. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think Zach's the king of that again where he'll do take we'll go there and I'll be like, have we got it, have we got it? And he'll be like, oh, no, we've definitely got it. But then I'll learning to trust that he's like, oh, we've got that shot and it's in the bag and we can move on rather than reshooting the same thing <laughs> 15 times, which is definitely something a bit more like you, Angus, where I'm like, and I'll be, I'll be worse. <laughs> and then Zach will be like, no, it's cool, we got it. Let's go home. I feel good. <laughs> so I think like learning, le again, uh, that comes down to Zach spending hours just enjoying what he does so that when you do have it. So for example, when we were in New York, we had... So we were over there and it was like a headphones launch, one of their new products. And there was like five, four or five influencers around the city who we would go and film. But sometimes you'd literally have, and we were creating like 30 second little kind of 916 Instagram pieces for them. But they would turn up and they'd have their whole entourage with them. And you would literally get them for maybe like 10, 15 minutes max. And in that time, you have to make sure you've caught... Yeah everything you need and you've captured everything which comes down to just practice mm. which comes down to like knowing your equipment knowing having confidence in what you're shooting it's a skill set isn't it yeah so like with 100%. everything if you want to be good at football you like practice mm. every day mm. and if you want to be good at art you practice and if you want to be good at filmmaking you practice all the time yeah. yeah i think that's 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 a huge thing that i think is kind of overlooked a little bit like especially when it comes to like gear and stuff i think I think so many people kind of focus on like, oh, like I need this this piece of gear to do this and I need this and this. And then the the people that are actually like really doing some like great stuff don't necessarily always have the best the best stuff. They just know the knowledge of how to run those shoots, how to use that gear to the best of their ability. Um, I guess we're you... still learning it a bit when doing these podcasts. Is like the, yeah. fir the first couple <laughs> podcasts we had to like re-record because my laptop crashed and, and you know, stuff like that. Mm. Or like Joel's Wi-Fi cut out and stuff, you know. So I had my mic back. You had your mic once. the wrong way around once, yeah. <laughs> um, and like, and so we're, I guess we're still so we're still kind of learning that about like you know because we've we've got a set amount of time to record with somebody and we can't mess it up. So mm. <laughs> it's like, um, can you, can you please send me a photo of your mic back? <laughs> it was it was a, um, that's why I bought this one just because I was like it can only come one way. Um, <laughs> Um, so you talked a bit about sort of different shoots, like for instance, being in New York, um, doing all the stuff around the place. What's been your sort of like favourite shoot in the past, like, um, well, since you started even really, so the past like three years, sort of what's your, what's been your favourite shoot that you've, that you've done? I know it's really, really hard to pick favourites sometimes. Though. Oh no, it's a great, great question. Um, do you, do we maybe to do one each? Cause they might be different. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I think as like a, cumulative project seeing it from like start to finish we did um we worked with a company called caterham cars that mm. are um would you say the kit cars i'm not very yeah right. it's also both our favorite project okay so. cool that's good <laughs> i think also what because for me why it was our favorite project is it was one of those things where we saw going back to the beginning of this conversation we saw it from start to finish so mm. like we we met up with them at the very beginning and they've got like six different models in models of cars and um, they wanted to create kind of specific video content for each car. So we kind of worked on the audience. We worked on the storylines. We worked on like the locations that they were tying with. And then it was just a really fun project to get stuck into and then see it through to completion, really, just to see that kind of feel very 
you feel like you've achieved something. Yeah. I think with some of the work that you do, you kind of go in, you do it and you leave and you didn't really have much say over what it was going to be. You've almost, you become a bit of a like filming monkey where you're just filming what someone tells you to film. Mm. Whereas this one, it felt like we really had like a lot of creative control and a lot of say over the final output. So it was really fun. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, just to add to that, I guess. Um, I think my favorite thing about it was that was the one where we definitely learned the most during the project. Um, and like, even like we learned kind of how we best work together and kind of really utilized our talents to kind of take on a big project and be able to kind of split it in half almost and manage it in quite an efficient way. There's definitely, once you double your team from a single person, uh, from like a one man band to like a two man band, your kind of scope and productivity like massively increases more than double. Mm. Um, so like teamwork was really important on that shoot. Um, and yeah, we just learned a lot about what works, what doesn't work, what personally, if I wanted, if I was going to reach you that I had, it gave me tons of ideas of how I'd want to approach it differently or even technicalities of how I'd want to shoot it would be different, yeah. which I like because it geeks me excited. If we were fully satisfied, yeah, it sure. might not have been as good a project. For sure. <laughs> and I, I guess that it kind of helps. You, you, you grew up in and around cars and stuff. Um, oh, so that's another personal thing where literally memories of my dad used to own one of these cars and would uh, take me to events in it, let me drive it occasionally, like sat on his lap. <laughs> so it was a bit of like a childhood dream. Yeah, yeah. Did you find that kind was of, almost... The goal is to own one one day. So it was like a little stepping stone where I got to learn a lot about them. Did you find that was almost uh, like, a, like a driving point to like do your best kind of thing or like do a good job? I think so, yeah. It was definitely like a mix of passion and work yeah. where I was like very passionate about these cars uh, and I wanted to... I wanted to make, well, I'm very passionate about automotive kind of like mm. cars and motorsport, like mm. old cars, new cars kind of fascinate me. So I'm always a little bit more plugged in if it's to do with cars. I think, and I think with that one as well, going back to like digging in, we got given one of their cars early on for like a test shoot and we spent a whole weekend shooting it. So we kind of went out and shot it during the day. And even at nighttime, we were working out how to get the kind of nice blacked out light passing over mm. parts of the car thing and we were outside someone's house at like i don't know like 10 30 11 o'clock at night shooting it for like a few hours but getting it it was exciting yeah. it wasn't didn't feel like we had to be doing we went it on the clock and it wasn't like oh we've like got this much time to spend yeah yeah pre-producing we're just like having fun and experimenting yeah genuinely felt like create it was like we were creating something we weren't trying to do it because we had to we did it because we wanted to do you yeah. on the whole like prefer like going out and doing a project and a shoot or do you prefer like sort of just sitting down and going right what idea can i come up with today because obviously like you you um like especially is that like you know instagram like you're putting stuff out all the time just random i watch it and i'm like how the hell did you think of that like <laughs> what part of your mind went oh do you know what would be cool that'd be great like whatever so like what, i think what do you prefer like going out and doing a shoot and almost getting a brief but also being given a bit of creative freedom or having entire creative freedom and just going i'm just gonna go make something like creative freedom is number one for sure and i think a lot of on the like so instagram is kind of a separate thing where it's almost just a testing ground of my little ideas before they'd be brought into even or into a project right. so that kind of a lot of the time i stumble upon ideas rather than actually like think them up so i guess the freedom of kind of taking on a project and going out and just experimenting with it is is um a way that i like to work for sure mm. having too strict a brief you tend to like feel like you're just a service and you go in 
and you're like, here's this shot, this shot, this shot, tick, done, and then like move on. So it's not really as, um, you're not as passionate about it. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Obviously, it does fluctuate depending on the project. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And obviously, you, you uh, we, we've spoken about this before, but I remember like way, way, way back, there's probably like, like two three years now when you were doing your like my daily snippet thing and mm. um i just remember like how like it just it just gave me a bit more of an encouragement to go out and just shoot and just like try and try and learn how to do little bits and pieces away from like whether like at the time i was doing like college projects and stuff so i was it was very like to the point but it just gave me a little bit more of like, a, oh, like I can just go out and put, put these ideas together and then use them into a bigger thing. But like, yeah. I think when, when I watched those, like, I, I can't remember how many you did, but you, you, you got through like the whole year at least. I don't know how many you went on afterwards, but I, I just, every day when I watched them, I was like, how have you managed to like stay motivated and still keep creative like every single day, like getting a new new piece of content out? What was your kind of, thought process behind that yeah there was kind of a couple of motivations behind it one of them was that i was just like oh, i want to i want to shoot what i want to shoot and i don't want to be waiting for like permission to go shoot it or a brief that suits it and i think especially back then now it's like very common i feel for creators to be doing passion projects and it almost is like for a lot of creators it's like the number one is like i want to be self-creating these mm. projects and then kind of uh, putting them out but back then it did feel a little bit like if you didn't have a reason to shoot, you wouldn't necessarily go out shooting. Like you said, you'd have college projects mm. and you're like delivering this work at college that's kind of to fit a criteria to an extent. Um, but I just wanted to go out and be fully creative. And a bit of it was that like kind of frustration, I guess. The motivation was the frustration of not being able to make it if mm. I wasn't making it for no reason, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. So then that became the reason. I was like, I just want to make all these things and also it did encourage me just to go outside and do a lot more like it's kind of shaped my lifestyle and the friends that i am surrounded by yeah, we've kind sure. of all grown to just love adventure outdoors like spending as much time by the countryside or like out by the like in the sea yeah for sure. kind of swimming and it encourages an active lifestyle mm. which i also love and i think something we talked about was almost around the idea of perfection and you almost kind of get caught up in things needing to be perfect or think, yeah. but then there's once you, when you're putting stuff out daily, like you talked about, you then you have to do it, it has to go out, you do it. So you kind of, you just yeah. experiment and you're not afraid to try something. Whereas if you sit on something for three or four months, you're A, you're going to hate what you shot three months ago <laughs> and B, you're not going to put it out because it's such a big emotional thing that you're like, oh, I wonder what everyone thinks about this. Whereas when you were doing stuff daily, you remember you telling me that you can just keep you can just keep going. So you do something and you're like, oh, I kind of don't know if that works, but I want to put it out. Mm. It's really yeah, it was good. quite throwaway in that sense. Mm. But in a nice way where you were just like, like you said, you didn't hold it too close and you're like, well, this is all the time I had. So here it is. Mm. And and the interesting thing with that is, A, it will spark an idea for a future idea that you do like, mm. uh, or it will be someone else's favorite idea that you've ever done. The amount of crap videos I personally thought were like below par that yeah. I put out and like, even one person comments or messages and they're like, this is my favorite video. Yeah, you're yeah. like, how the heck? I think <laughs> um, that, that was my biggest thing when I, I used to like do like little, little Instagram videos. I've kind of tailed off from that now, but like, I remember I would, I'd like get the footage back and be like, oh, like this is like the worst thing I've ever done, blah, blah, whatever. Mm. And I, I'd put it together and I was like, okay, like this could be passable. And then 
like all the comments and stuff and like the messages and stuff i'd just be like they'd be like oh like this is amazing like i really like this i really like the way you did this this and this and i was like oh wow like it's it's such a big thing in ways of like you're always going to be such like a perfectionist and always want like the best or what you think is the best but to somebody else that could be like the best piece of content that they see in that space and space and time but because you've seen other people doing other bits and pieces it's like a big comparison and i think that's what i quite re i really liked about like the daily snippet stuff was obviously you were doing every day so you couldn't necessarily be like a oh like I, I didn't really like that I won't put it out today like there was always something and there was that drive to be like oh like I want to I, I need to keep this going I'm just gonna put it out and then you kind of grow from those mistakes if anything 100% there's like no safety net yeah exactly because you you're like there's no backlog I literally would shoot in the day and edit it and put it out that night which I think is definitely if I look back now that's obviously trained me so much like Ollie said with these New York projects where you have no safety net and you have like 15 minutes with a celebrity who also is a very busy person might not be like that up for you getting in their face and just you need to know that you can get the shots without being a nuisance yeah, <laughs> in yeah. some cases uh, and I kind of learned that I guess from the like years of making daily little videos that somehow sculpted towards that that kind of um yeah, skill set. How yeah. much do you think that the content that you produce for Instagram like impacts the work that you get in? Um, I think. I think it's. it's a hard one. I think it's. Yeah, I think it's quite a big. I think it's quite a big amount. I think it's always that's what we talked about with our strategy and how we've done stuff where we've been a little bit more. Things have come to us, mm. and then we've taken them on as opposed to be too outreachy and approaching people for work. Yeah. But I would say that quite a lot of people DM Zach and then we'd be looped into an email, then we'd pick up the conversation and then see what we can do with them, which mm. I think is quite a common way of coming in. Mm. Yeah. I think it's great for someone to kind of immediately establish trust in, in what you do, as well as like seeing Evans work and we've got a showreel. If they kind of, lots of people just want to see the easiest place to kind of scroll. And if they do scroll and see a consistent level of work, it gives them that um, trust from the start, mm. which is helpful yeah which again goes back to that thing that i was saying about um not getting bogged down in the same thing so i so actually going out and taking time to self-create and and come up with new concepts and new ideas is actually invaluable and that's something that I've definitely yeah. learned over the last few years where you're like oh no we need to be in doing something do something but yeah. actually being out and being free means that people see that yeah and, I, and then they like what you've done and they want they want to yeah, I guess I guess that kind of um, just even just like playing around with different ideas and stuff, it will give you like a an idea of how you can can shape stuff. But I think what I've what I've noticed recently is that especially with some of the stuff that you're doing, Zach, on on Instagram, I've almost seen like a bit of a shift in other people's content that's come off of the back of of what you've been doing, like especially a lot of like the masking stuff and and whatnot i've seen a lot of a lot of people and especially like some of the younger guys they've really like i see i see so many people that are like like loving your stuff and then they will they will like feed like little bits and ideas and obviously like obviously people have done stuff like this before but i feel like in in recent months at least you've kind of like amplified a few different like 
techniques and al almost like implemented like a new style that has then kind of moved on to some some of like the some like potentially some of like the younger like up and coming guys and so like is is that something that you've kind of noticed or picked up on or is that like a is it just like a this is what happens kind of thing yeah i've definitely noticed i get um obviously tagged and they'll say inspired by it or or just dm me and be like oh, i'd love if you mm. would watch this i've seen your version of it and i tried it or something and that's yeah just really really cool i obviously can't take ownership over that yeah yeah that style of doing it. like you said it's a style that's been around for a long time and then maybe well a technique that's been around that i've just decided to use again i haven't reinvented it oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just um yeah i think i yeah, think that's kind of. that's what i've really noticed recently and obviously some some of these little videos that you've been doing are um have obviously been picked up by some like some bigger some bigger like companies and stuff I, I i saw the other day that there was like the the basketball one that you you did some bits with adobe yeah where where did where did that how did that come about did they just so that's the yeah i don't know if kind of fully out the blue um that's the I, and i think that's the kind of fun thing you never really know where tomorrow's opportunity will come from mm. um but that was just a email that actually at first because i sent to ollie and i was like this feels like an automated email i don't know <laughs> what adobe's trying to ask um and then it turned out that yeah they wanted to like uh do a little q a vibe tutorial thing um about actually i got to choose the video that it was about so it wasn't that they'd oh, seen wow. that video specifically but they were just aware of like our work which was cool yeah um it's it's crazy to see how how much it's kind of progressed from like the daily snippet stuff to like now now you're working with like the the companies that literally make the stuff that we create these pieces of content been with using for years and it's like it's it's crazy to see especially from like especially like when i used to watch it like 14 15 year old me sitting there just being like oh like one day i want to do this and i want to be like making stuff like this and i think it's so so encouraging to see especially for like younger people now or people that are pushing in that can see like you've taken this like little idea of like the instagram stuff and now you're really pushing it into like day-to-day -day work and really pushing your name out there oh well thank you very but, much yeah. yeah and i think um it is if it's kind of encourages others to pursue whatever their kind of um goals are as well then that's really cool mm. but definitely just making a, a routine out of your out of your passion is a very is like number one way of kind of how to grow in that area so yeah. i always encourage whenever i'm talking to friends whether they're like musicians or like ollie said like artists like they'll just encourage them to go out and make stuff um if they can't do daily then like as often as possible mm -hmm. but the more you do it the better you get and the more the more people know you do it yeah a lot of the sure. opportunities haven't come from like fully out the blue companies but people that we know that we kind of didn't know that they knew a person mm. that might know that's, another person if that makes sense yeah that's exactly so it's not like we're reaching me. we're not reaching like these big ceos of companies suddenly but there's people around you that you don't realize have those contacts and if you're in their mind because they're seeing the work you're doing it kind of opens opportunity yeah i i saw i saw recently there was there was a there was a thing that there's like an article or something where um so somebody had done like some form of study where you were like i think you're only like three or four contacts away from like anybody in the world or something at this point with like that social is. media and stuff so like I just that. just knowing just knowing like one or two people can then just 
spur you on to do anything you want mm. so it's it's just about mm. making those con uh like the contacts having the work to back you up and like the world is your yeah. oyster at that point i guess definitely and I think, yeah coming down to doing a good job on a project that you might think no one sees mm. rather than being like oh i don't really want to do this or it's not for me but you still do it you don't do a good job putting effort and into, into even, even the stuff that maybe you're not getting paid for or whatever putting the same amount of effort into that as the ones that you yeah. are um oh 100 yeah. if you take it on then you need to do a good job yeah yeah 100%. and if you think you can't do a good job of it with no budget then you have to kind of yeah figure that out yeah yeah what can we um we've sort of talked about your journey so far i guess but um like one of these questions that we just sort of ask everybody is um where can we see you in like five years where do you see yourselves in five years what what is the next step for ollie purchase and zach lower what's what's happening in five years time i think this is something that we constantly ask ourselves almost probably too much i think it's a conversation that i'll always have with everyone because i think it's fascinating um but for us i think when we talk about it we just i'm going to take these off because i keep getting delay in my ears um what do you mean you're in different houses just want to <laughs> create good content i think that's what it is i think we enjoy um i'm trying to think I've got a delay, so it's throwing me off. No, it's cool. There's also um, bin men outside throwing glass bottles and <laughs> yeah. walls, it sounds like. So it's super noisy. I wasn't going to ask. I was like, is somebody like doing something downstairs? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think what do we want to do? I think we talk through it a lot. I think we want to be involved in the creative end of whatever we're doing. So I don't think we want to get bogged down. We talk about it a lot, whether we want to expand our team and have more people or do we want to keep ourselves narrow and keep ourselves quite nimble. And I think in the last few months has told us that actually staying quite a small team is probably quite helpful. Mm. We want to be involved from the very beginning of a creative process, like we said with the catering job, mm. where someone might come to us and we can just dive in from the beginning. And I think we want to create content that's, I don't know, ins inspiring, fun for us to create. I don't think we potentially want to get bogged down in such a style that then you end up getting bored of what you're doing. So I think sure. we want to keep pushing ourselves. I've gone all around the houses here, but Zach, dive in and save me because I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> no, I think that's the hard thing though. When your kind of hobby, passion, then you try and build into a business. There's always that emotional thing where you're like, oh, but I really want to love doing it. So you really want to mm. love what you do. And sometimes that's a bit of a, a like a, a holdback or a bit of like a a burden on yourself for no reason where you're like, oh, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to slog through this project and not enjoy it. I want to be able to enjoy it. Mm. Um, and I think we just want to moving forward, just, yeah, be kind of working on stuff that we're equally as passionate about so we can do the best job possible. Yeah. And I think not having, I was, again, over the years, of bought, would try and bring in loads of work and then suddenly over a nine to five day, you've dived into four or five different projects, which in some ways is really bad at getting a nice flow and mm. feel on. So something that we're working on is being more just like focused on one specific project and seeing it through rather than having to jump in and out and try and make it all work. Mm. That's, that's, I think that's, that's really cool to, to hear kind of like your, your thoughts and stuff on, on how you want to adapt your, your current style in, into that. But I think, I think that kind of wraps us up for today for, for, for the, the visual element where we're, we're starting a new a new little thing Whoa, da, um, da, da. <laughs> where we're now going over to just audio only uh, we're gonna have a few we're gonna have another another little game 
uh, and then just we're just gonna have a little chat. And that'll um, all continue on Apple awesome. Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all the other. Yeah, so if so, if you're watching the YouTube video, go just, just head over, click the link in the description, go over to Spotify and uh, check out. But yeah. thank you so so much, guys, for for hopping on today. Um, yeah. Really appreciate no your worries. time. Thanks for chatting. Awesome. Um, Brilliant. Well, great. Hop over to hop over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. <laughs> see you in a minute. Welcome, guys, to the the audio segment of this, this podcast. I don't, I, I, do you know when Joel said this to me? I thought this was going to be like a oh no go. This is going to be awful. But I think it's it's fun. It's going to be a bit more informal. You know, yeah, we've 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 done the in, we've done the interrogation, and now we're <laughs> we've both actually taken our clothes off just, yeah. to make <laughs> us, just to make us feel more relaxed. It is a very hot day today, so um, yeah. We'll just um, we'll just excuse you for that, <laughs> right? So obviously we got to know you really really well throughout that podcast, but I think there's a few little extra bits that we that we need to know about you. So we're going to do a game called Quick Fire Questions. You've got three seconds to answer each one. Now I was trying to work out how to do because it, it works fine when you've just got one one guess because you just do them and they just answer. So I think we're just going to do them one at a time. <laughs> so we'll start with Ollie and then do Zach if that's all right. Perfect. Hit, hit me. You've, hit me. You've I'm got ready. three seconds to answer. Okay. I don't even know what kind of question it's going to be. It'll be so quick. It'll be quick. It's the first thing that comes okay. to your head, okay? <laughs> okay. Question one is, what's your favourite curry? Uh, I, I was going to say like a tikka masala because I'm incredibly boring. <laughs> what's your favourite? <laughs> and I don't know any other curry What's names? your favourite ter- Teletubby? Lala. What's, what's one thing you can't live without? Family. What's one thing you definitely could live without? Can of Coke. <laughs> what's the last thing you ate? Breakfast. Sausage and egg bagel. Oh. What's the last thing you watched? Been watching Madam Secretary. Ah. And then, final <laughs> question, grab one thing near you that's not yours. A st- oh. It's all yours. I mean, it's all mine. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a kingdom. You've been very relaxed about this. Like everyone else just stresses out. Like I remember, I remember the one, one of our recent episodes. Um, Are you talking about Henry? Yeah, Henry was literally just... I, like, I said, grab one thing near you that's name begins with M. And he had a microphone right in front of him. And he went... Just like the shock on his face was yeah. hilarious. Right. Okay, Zach, it's your turn. Perilous questions. Here okay. you go. Three seconds to answer. What's the yeah. worst thing you've ever eaten? Gosh. I don't really like many fish dishes. Okay. So some kind of fish. <laughs> What's the best thing you've ever eaten? Double cheeseburger. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Cats or dogs? Dogs. What's your iPhone lock screen? My girlfriend over a sunset. Oh. She's not over it. There's a sunset behind her. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> What's the first thing you did this morning? I got up and had a coffee. Grab one thing near you that's not yours. A tripod. You've got to grab it. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> You're too relaxed about this. <laughs> Way too relaxed. Uh, three seconds have gone, mate. Is that <laughs> this? This is audio only now. So he grabbed it straight away. I don't oh, know yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you two are very relaxed. About this is great. Isn't that- <laughs> we, we were ex- I'm enjoying it. It's a bit like therapy. We were expecting you to just be like, oh, oh, quick, quick, quick. Oh, I'm so um, sorry. But no, so I love it. Yeah. I love. I love. Clearly, the clearly, vibes. the coffee hasn't worked, has it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, obviously, we're in we're in lockdown right now. Um, how how are you guys coping with the haircut situation? Are you Gosh. are you tr- are you trusting like your other halves to do it? Are you doing it yourself? Or are you just I did something it go? we're near the beginning where 
when you have like short side haircuts, it only takes a few weeks for it to like yeah. balloon out to a level that feels completely inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. what I did is I just grabbed my beard shaver and because I, I was asked my wife to cut my hair and she was like, oh no, don't worry, it's fine. So what I did is I just shaved half of it and made myself look incredibly ugly <laughs> so that then she had to finish it off. But I fully, fully hacked it. That's, that's kind of the, the, the route that I'm going. I, I have like a three, three mirror setup around me with my beard trimmer. I'm just like shaving the sides and I've struggled with the, with the tops because obviously I don't have anybody around me that can like actually go in and like hmm. cut it up. So I'm um, not that advanced. I haven't touched the top. I've just been doing the sides. Yeah. But, like, but, but like the first week of lockdown went and bought like a, an actual like hair trimmer on like Amazon, but they were all out of stock because everybody realized they were like, ah, oh, crap, yeah. I need to buy. Yeah. So like everyone had bought, but everyone had bought like the good, like, you know, 80 quid like hair trimmer. I was like, no, I just want the cheapest thing I can find. <laughs> just but, like, to get it off. But I do, I do the, so I haven't touched the top. I just do the sides and I get somebody in the house just to come and tell me how far up to go on the back. And I don't trust any <laughs> of them. So it, it's ended up a bit. I quite like the fact that it doesn't really matter. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, oh, do I only care normally because what people are going to think of me? Yeah. Then I'm like, screw that. I'm going to cut my hair forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just keep hacking it up. I've what? saved I've saved at least 50 quid on this lockdown. Like, just yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. What was, what was the thought process behind the, the dying of the hair, Zach? <laughs> the literal, like, no one's going to see me for so long <laughs> that I can try some new stuff. Last year, I shaved my head, which felt very liberating. Yeah, I remember. And dying uh, blonde was just as much fun actually <laughs> so quickly quickly you spend a lot of your face is on instagram quite a lot so to say no one's gonna see me <laughs> <laughs> well that's the that thing is is that i went with that i was like nobody's gonna see me because i'm not gonna be out anywhere and then i realized that social media exists and like yeah, i'm constantly like you know on facetime like every that. week yeah. <laughs> yeah i guess i don't know i'm i'm trying to um not care about my appearance so i am i'm almost trying to sabotage myself a little bit <laughs> to beat myself up to be like stop caring so much because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i used to, i did i definitely used to be very camera shy growing up um and now i'm a little bit like don't really need to um try and look my best yeah, that's and i figured shaving my head did that for me for sure and i thought dyeing my hair blonde would do that for me but I actually love it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's great. I I've do, been considering dyeing my hair blonde, but time. I realized I don't trust anybody and I definitely don't trust myself to like bleach <laughs> or do anything. So I was like, maybe not. Angus, you should do it. I'd love to see that. Angus blonde That's where you've got to just let go. Can we maybe, do it, can maybe, we do it on maybe podcast? Maybe Zach can do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> can we do it on podcast whilst we're chatting? Do, do, do we'll get someone to come and dye your hair for you. <laughs> um, that would be no, really I, I think I think that kind of self-sabotage kind of mentality is... It's actually really, really good. I've I've tried to do something similar over the past year or two, where it's like I I really cared too much about what people thought of me, and it's like mm. the the more that you kind of like wear a little bit more of like an out there like piece of clothing or like the way that you do your hair or whatever, I think people just become accustomed to it, and they're like, oh yeah, for sure. that's just what Joel was like, or that's just what Zach's like, or whatever, and. That's what I've just been trying to work on the past year, just to kind of build like a bit more of a self-confidence without having to go and do all of that stuff. Because you finally cool. lopped off your, yeah. your Goldilocks. Yeah, I had like after proper Goldilocks. Yeah, you had yeah. tie-up hair. Like it was um, big. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> it was just it good. It was just getting to the point where it was because my hair's so curly. I was just like, I mm. can't deal with this. And then we we tried uh, we tried straightening it, and then I just looked like. <laughs> 
it looks so bad. It looked like I was out of some like <laughs> some like nineties like punk rock kind of band. There's two, there's two photos we need from you now, Joel. It's a backwards microphone <laughs> and you with your <laughs> Jennifer Anderson yeah. hair. I'll see if oh. I can I think pick it's it up. Interesting, isn't it? I think even me and Zach talked about it a little while ago because you we're in a creative industry. It's like hard not to care about all parts of creativity, mm. whether that's fashion, appearance, or hairstyles and everything. Mm. But then you get trapped in it and then you start really caring about it. Mm. And then you hear these great stories of like a Mark Zuckerberg that you open, he opens his wardrobe and there's like 250 gray t shirts that are exactly yeah, the same. Because yeah. <laughs> the idea of having to make that decision every day to work out what to wear, he's like, I can't bother with that. I've got more important things to worry about. Yeah, yeah, just, mm. just make, and just I think it jump. becomes a point um, on the fashion side, but in a lot of other ways, this could be applied. Where trying to fit in is not only exhausting, but it's almost more obvious that you're trying to fit in mm. than if you just did your own. Like if you truly try and kind of, I'm not doing anything drastic by dyeing my hair, but as in like if you do let go of that whole like I need to look the part, because mm. me and Ollie definitely find that when we started um, kind of going to meetings in London, we realized everyone in London dresses different to how we dress in Brighton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we were like, should we change how we dress for these meetings? Um, and we decided not to, <laughs> but it's definitely that kind of like social pressure that no one really needs to deal yeah, with. Just so. roll with it. Yeah. Um, with, with, with uh, like quarantine hitting and stuff, obviously we're, we're spending a little bit more time, especially at the start we were spending all of our time at home i don't know about you guys but how 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 is it all going have you i've seen i've seen you've been kind of going out on a lot more like walks and stuff and creating little bits of content what's what's kind of been your your quarantine process go for it Ollie. i've loved the idea of like wider creativity i think because we are we make video and we do photo stuff but i've just loved writing songs and painting and like writing weird little kids books for my site. I've loved mm. the whole idea of going like the wider spectrum and back to everything we just talked about. Not don't even have to share it with anyone. Yeah. You've got into this like we've got into this weird idea of everything we do has to then be shared Needs and proof. vetted and proofed. And people need to like give it a rating by how many likes it's yeah, taking yeah. photos of like meals and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> and I've loved just stripping all of that back and just doing stuff for the sake of it. Mm. Even just like sitting there with my son and just painting dinosaurs, but just enjoying the process of the stroke lines of paint or pencils or crayons. So I think for me, my main thing I've loved through all of this is like uninhibited, unchecked creativity. Hmm. Awesome. Yeah, I think um, with 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 that as well. I've I've seen. I I know especially especially Charlie, your your brother Zach has been doing it i don't know if, mm. i don't know if you've been doing it as well but you you've just you've just all seemed to be like you've jumped on this cycling thing we do yeah, <laughs> obviously charlie's you've fully fully dived into it yeah um i try and join him on a lot of the rides and it is yeah just lovely there's so like going outside is lovely i found the pace of a bicycle is actually of like very suitable where you can kind of see a lot more than if you go on a walk but you don't miss things that you'd miss if you went on a drive. Mm. So for me, I don't cycle because I love putting my body through that pressure. 
Like, whereas Charlie's like on a bit of a, a fitness journey. Mm. But I've loved what I've got to see from cycling around my countryside. And there's definitely places. I shot um, a music video last week with a friend, uh, socially distanced. <laughs> and two of the locations that we chose for that spot was because I cycled through this route. Oh, wow. And saw these like incredible locations that I was like, oh, we should shoot here. Yeah. So... And you, yeah, you, I think you, it's um, you. You guys, you both have, or you, you and Charlie, um, have obviously grown up with like skating and like BMXing and stuff. How? I, gu- I guess that's. I guess that's kind of where where the the idea of like these like longer distance cycling came from. Or do you reckon it was just like a bit more of a like a, oh, I just want to try something new. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think it came from different ways. From different. Um, yeah ideas i think we've got we've got some friends that have based well we've got lots of friends that are very into cycling a lot of them came from the skate park like bmx and skating and then they kind of found other other um sports and passions which was like long distance cycling was one of them so it's kind of always you want to socialize with your friends so you try out what they do um obviously in lockdown you can't as much but it was like oh we're seeing people going cycling and it looks so fun Mm. so we want to get outside more go cycling and then i basically there was this one coffee shop that reopened in lewis and i really really love a good coffee yeah. <laughs> so it became this like 50k round trip to cycle to get a coffee <laughs> <laughs> and that was the motivation for me where i was like i just want a good flat white can't make one at home i want to cycle there yeah. because driving feels a bit naughty at the moment and there's a bit of guilt around being on the roads for no reason yeah so we'd um exercise and get some coffee the lockdown struggles have, yeah have you i know it, it has it definitely was a struggle at the at the start <laughs> have you have you jumped on it olive have, have you been have you been out cycling and or like walks and stuff or what's the what's your kind of thing definitely walks definitely when it was a thing where you only had like one exercise a day you mm. you felt like you'd messed up if you missed it yeah yeah so yeah. um Always, but yeah, just as a family, just taking like feels out for little bike rides on his balanced bike or going to the beach. We'd have like a, and then exploring Stammer Park, which is like a local park mm. to us. So I think it was, again, going back to, yeah, it was just nice to get out and to force yourself. Because I think that I realized that during a normal working week before this all shut down, you make yourself so ridiculously busy that those things aren't even possible. Yeah, ex- yeah I And then the suddenly same. you're like, oh man, I'm going out every day with my family for a walk yeah that's amazing yeah it's really nice whereas before you'd save that for like one day or a weekend if you were lucky yeah yeah and now you're like why have i messed up so bad that this has forced me to take some time i found it really funny because obviously i'm back where i grew up um and obviously seeing everybody like walking on the beach in brighton and stuff like that i'm missing it but then also like i'm finding places that i didn't even know existed i've lived here for 17 years and i didn't even Mm. know that like oh what like the other day one of my friends took me literally opposite my house to a walk along a canal that i have never been on in my life and i was like whoa this is so cool but like yeah as you say like i never would have gone on a walk every single day Mm. but like i'm at least making sure that like you know going out for an hour sometimes sometimes there's a few days when i've been like i'm so busy i've got so much to do i probably don't have time or whatever um that's definitely a lie i could definitely just wake up earlier and then (laughs) and then have a walk or whatever but um it's been really nice to have that sort of that goal to get on a walk every single day and just to like yeah you know. no, i've loved it i'm definitely yeah. envious of the people that can get up early mm, yeah. i always think i'm one of, I'd oh. lo- i always want to be one of those and i set an alarm <laughs> even for like 
I don't know, like 6.37 for me would be early. Yeah. I said it and then I just snooze it for like an hour. Yeah. Today was a stretch for me. Yeah. <laughs> we started at like 11. <laughs> <laughs> I, I text Angus as soon as I woke up and I was just like, I'm so tired. <laughs> I can't. Um, but you, yeah, Ollie, you've obviously, you said about walks and stuff. I've, you've started doing more and more like Instagram videos and stuff. Is that, was that a, was that like a, like a thing that you just kind of took the camera out on the walks or was that like a like a predetermined thing i think it was a bit of both mm. i think what's happened as well is over the last like few years you start to slot into your specific roles and do your things within the company that you kind of do so i was like oh, actually it's quite fun to just take the camera out and film and be doing something different mm. and actually go back to basics and just enjoy capturing something so i think alongside that maybe off that platform more like i was saying like i'll be doing artwork or songwriting so i think there's other things that i've dabbled in just for the sake of creativity but i've definitely enjoyed just just doing it yeah i think that they're, they're, they're really they're really great um i love that now both of you are now now have kind of like a bit more of like a instagram video vibe where you can kind of just go and see the little bits and pieces that you're kind of coming up with creatively and then seeing what you're kind of putting out as like a a bigger thing. And I've been like loving the bits job. that you've been doing, Ollie, with like the graphics over the over the video and stuff like that, mm. and just sort of chucking like little squiggles and things like that. And it just looks is is it's such a cool <laughs> little thing. I definitely that, you know. had this like weird thing where we're like running this video company called Even and trying to put out great content, and then I would put out horrendous stuff on my own personal <laughs> Instagram. So I was definitely like conscious not to do that but then there was part of me uh, going back to self-sabotage i quite liked it being a scrapbook mm, yeah. of just like any nonsense or anything goes on it for fun yeah almost a, a bit like a self-sabotage like we said so i think that was kind of part of it as well but mm. then occasionally i found myself being on shoots and i remember specifically where we were like doing this headphone shoot in germany and one of the ladies that was there was like, oh, what's your Instagram handle? And then she went on it and then she like dived off in like 20 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I wonder if I should like take this more seriously or just keep bucking against the trend and just using it as scrapbook. Yeah. No, that's great. That's a hard one, isn't it? I think don't take the platform seriously, but it's up to you how you want to uh, take your personal projects. And what you as in and then do you want to share them on Instagram or do you want to take personal projects seriously and only share crap on Instagram? It was not crap anyway. But do you know what I mean? Oh no, you've said it now. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely, definitely a valid It's not question. crap. It isn't crap at all. <laughs> I think exposed. scrapbook vibes. I think that's authenticity, and one day that will be all everyone wants to see. Yeah, people go through waves of what they what they value and what they think is um, worth seeing. Yeah, and at the moment. At the moment, it's kind of, it's changing all the time, obviously. But the authenticity is at the forefront. So as long as you're sharing something honest, then don't think about it too hard. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, back to this TikTok thing. I think we picked up in the video. But like, something that's shot too nicely stands out like a sore thumb oh, on yeah. TikTok. Yeah, you know when an ad sure. pops up, you're like, oh, what's that? Like, yeah. It's like it's being shot nicely. <laughs> and you don't, you don't almost like don't want to see it. So that whole yeah. shift. I'm seeing more and more ads on like Instagram and stuff like that that were literally just phone videos. And it's just yeah. like, just everything inside the frame is like really, really well put together. It's just the fact mm. that the video is it's just on, on an iPhone. Yeah. So accessible. Though. I think a great example is also uh, Zach King. Yeah. Yes. Did you watch his videos? Yeah, yeah. And like, 
none of them are ever shot cinematically mm. but then it blows your mind even more when he does these like clever tricks with yeah, the editing because yeah. you're not expecting it because it looks like it was shot on a potato <laughs> so <laughs> it's like yeah it kind of tricks the mind a bit more that it's actually you're more impressed by the end result yeah and more engaged Go, going going to the the tiktok thing uh have, have you guys kind of jumped on that bandwagon i know i know like your your brothers are doing bits and pieces on there zach yeah is that something that you guys have have like jumped on board with or is that like a nah? i think individually we've kind of dabbled obviously it's nice to it's important to learn <laughs> about kind of social media mm. and all corners of it so we definitely have done our like research on it mm. um i've found interestingly that if i i've posted some bits on it i've not promoted my little tiktok anywhere outside of tiktok because i'm not trying to build it yeah but it's interesting that people are very um interested in the behind the scenes of how you make something mm. and not so much the finished product um which is really interesting to yeah, me yeah that's mm. cool so it is I, I i actually haven't haven't seen any have you have you been putting like little like snippets of like behind the scenes and stuff on there or is that a thing that's in, in the plan i've or? put like only two little like making of videos okay on there um but is that if yeah they definitely gain m much more traction than just my usual content i'd put on uh instagram okay cool I i'm gonna i'm gonna go and have a look at them mm. after this <laughs> i think tiktok's just the algorithm so different where some if you land on the for you page you can have like five hundred followers and get a video that gets a million oh, views. it's crazy how how and it doesn't always yeah. transcend through into people coming through and following you but it, it makes but then it puts more onus on the individual content being the thing that's important mm. going back to what zach said that's it makes it validates the point that the authenticity and the clip in itself or the video itself is the most important part mm. rather than who's actually posting it mm. yeah yeah no that's i think that's that's well, the, that's the thing that everyone's kind of getting in on on board with and i i just i just find it crazy how it's i know it's been i remember i remember when it first came out like they, they must have had like a huge budget for like promo and stuff but i would just see ads for it everywhere like every ad on youtube or whatever and it was almost just like a bit of like a like a like a taboo uh topic like everyone hated it like everyone was like oh tiktok sucks blah 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 and now everyone it, it's become like the new norm and like everyone has mm. a tiktok like oh go and check out my tiktok or look i've got all of these views on whatever and I know it's just crazy. I, I haven't really kept too much of an eye on where it's come from, but it just seems to have like taken over the world almost. <laughs> like, it's sounding old, mate. Yeah, I know. Back in my <laughs> day, it's like MySpace, and then MySpace became Facebook, and then yeah. Instagram blew up, and everything. You just have to feel like it's crazy. Do you want to keep pace? Yeah. Do you enjoy keeping pace, or are you happy just for it to happen? And it's just one of those things that's going on. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I've 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 actually not looked into it that much. I just I just can't. I can't process the thought of me or like what I would put on there. Um, yeah. But like, I so, think so many... you would find a, you'd find a place on there that can be specific to your filmmaking style. Mm. Um, and there will be people that are interested in it, but you will on your for you page, see a lot of young kids dancing yeah, yeah. and kind of doing all the trendy things that are, <laughs> not really for our demographic yeah for sure <laughs> so that's the thing you'd see you'd see a lot of stuff that you're like oh i don't know if i fit in here but there is an audience there's 
like so for example going back to charlie he literally just kept shares car related stuff mm. like motorsport uh, videos and there's definitely an audience there that love watching it and learning from it and engaging with it and you'd never imagine that on a platform that is just like full of kids doing pranks on each other yeah. or dancing or yeah kind of um miming along to trendy music clips yeah <laughs> so yeah. it's like it's really interesting yeah it's awesome um yeah I, th- I i i checked out charlie's the other day it's i i still find it so fascinating like everything that he's doing with that the car stuff and mm. i guess just seeing those little clips and bits and pieces um is just it's it's, it's great to i just i don't know I, lo- I love i love just watching all of those like car stuff and then like both of your like skating videos and stuff it always fascinates me because it's something that it's just so like i've never kind of like i've never envisioned me being being able to do anywhere near what's going on there so it's like i can sit back and watch it and be like oh like this is actually really cool and yeah it's really interesting i think we're running a bit out of time we are running out of time um just quick question before we finish um are we going to see a return of tom and ollie at some point is there going to be a, a reunion tour? Um, I don't think so, mate. Oh. <laughs> it well, was fun. And again, even when you hold up that front, that CD, I remember like <laughs> the planning that goes into even doing that and the creativity around it is just fun. Yeah. I love it. It's great. You know, and again, a bit like putting posts on Instagram, you, you're putting markers in the sand to even look back at it as a yeah. thing to enjoy what you've done. Mm. Yeah. Even, yeah. The, even the track, the track listing is slightly... You know, edgy. <laughs> at, at an angle. Angus, Angus literally yeah. all week has just been like, "Oh, like I've I've got this CD by my by my mic. I'm I'm I want I want this to happen. I want this reunion to happen." <laughs> no, blah, no. Blah, blah. no, it's because <laughs> I went into my I was clearing out my like my, my childhood bedroom and I found it and I was like, "Great, sick. I'll take that." And then it's just been yeah. sat on my desk because I haven't had anywhere to put it. So now I'm gonna go put it back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I do still find myself listening to one or two of the tracks every now and again. We put, remember- we sneak we snuck it into one of the big church day out <laughs> socials last year. Nice. We snuck in Great one job. Of them, one of them. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think I think we awesome. we yeah, wrap, it was fun. Yeah. We'll I think wrap it here. That was that was a that was a fun fun little time. But I think yeah, yeah. I think we wrap it up there. I think we're we're awesome. getting to the point of rambling now. Um, <laughs> Yeah, thank thank you so much, guys, Brilliant. for for hopping on to chat with us today. Uh, hope hope you is it is it is your first day back at the office today? Oh uh, no, we've kind of been dipping in and out when we can't do it from home. Okay, so we're not really fully back in yet at all. I don't think we'll be back in for ages, probably. <laughs> yeah. But it's nice to come back in and see the brick wall again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a beautiful brick wall it is. But yeah, thanks, yeah. mate. Thank you, everyone, for for listening in today or watching in for the first bit. Yeah. Um, if you oh, before we go, um, Ollie, what's your favourite emoji? Oh yeah, um, used to be the high five hands, but now it's just the piece. Okay, great. Peace well, on. if you're still listening, send in a little piece, em- uh, the two finger piece emoji to us. <laughs> um, can Joel? Can you think of anything else we want to know from people? Um, they can send in the the peace emoji and something else, or do, they, or do we just want the peace emoji? Uh, yeah, let's let's just send in the peace emoji. Just send in the peace emoji. Let us know that you're still listening. I'm not it, gonna lie, I forgot about that. That piece it really of helps the, uh... us because Spotify doesn't actually tell you when people click off. So um, be quite nice to know oh, if people cool. listen all the way to the end. So uh, good little measurement. Yeah. yeah. So it's probably yeah, two so people. If if you're listening. Give us a little rating on on Apple Podcast and Spotify and all of that, and then 
if you're if you're still listening, make sure you subscribe on the YouTube because yeah, we will we we want to start posting some like little snippets and stuff from from the videos up there. We just need to know that people are watching. People care. Yeah. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Zach and Ollie, for taking what's almost been two hours out of your time <laughs> to ramble oh, on. With no, us. it's been fun. Um, we'll, we'll definitely get you on again at some point. <laughs> Yeah, get us on in five years and see how yeah. that five year question works. Yeah. Great. Amazing. Brilliant. Hmm. See you Cheers all later. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Bye bye. See you guys Cheers, later. Guys. Bye. Bye bye. bye.